No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back. It's the purveyors. Well, I'm the purveyor of all things now. Lavender and pistachio. It's your boy oh, you, PNL. You've moved on. Congrats. <laughs> no, no, I had a, I had a pumpkin spice latte. What's today? I had one uh, Wednesday, so I had one you know a day ago. Fantastic. And it was delish. Delish. Hi, everybody. It's Head Shep Suit. So happy to be here. Hi, guys. It's Jazzy. And we are here recording in Blackroom Studios with Creative Sam. We're currently in, uh, what area of Brooklyn is this called? Uh, this is uh, East Flatbush. It's not the Flossie? This is not considered. No, the Flossie is a little further up. Oh, yeah, well, this, this is like this is like the, the middle ground. So this before. is the neutral territory before Calitoville. I think once you pass like Canarsie High School, um, who goes over it's there? Safe to say That's you're in Canarsie. Canarsie. That's mad far back though. What about? No, I think uh, Flatlands and Remington. Yeah, That's yeah. I think like the next couple blocks. That's over what I'm is saying. Canarsie. It literally is like, but Canarsie, oh, you mean you, you right mean there. South Shore? South Shore. That's yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah, yeah, yeah. South Shore. Excuse me. South Shore, man. As soon as you make that bend, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's when that's when Canarsie. Shout out to South Shore because I remember when my high school basketball team played them. These motherfuckers didn't have matching uniforms. And now they are one of the biggest basketball schools in the city. Shout out to South Shore. Y'all have come a long way. <laughs> oh, nowhere. Man. Nowhere. Um, shout out to the bro. <laughs> Sorry. It reminded me. We were in junior high school getting our acceptances. Um, and this girl, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> this girl balled for like an hour or two because she only got into Bushwick and South Shore. Uh-huh. And I was like... Yo, I remember that day. What's that? Shout out to Skylar, man. I remember, <laughs> um, you know, junior high school for me was some tough years. But it was also, I realized... If you can make it to junior high school in a place like Scholar, you can make it fucking anywhere. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody that semi was annoying to me. You could call him almost like a bully. Um, I was in one of, I was I was like an 802, 803, I think 802, 801, one of those. Like I was up there. So for those that don't know, there was like 12 homerooms. So if you're like 802, you're like. I think I need from four, the first four or five. First four or five. Says Miss 801. Um, Every year. So, <laughs> she she was taking high school science, like earth science, as like an eighth grader. Mm. I was taking 10th grade English mm-hmm. as a, as an eighth grader. So, if you had like 812, you you had a, a gym homeroom. But that's how hyper-competitive it was in, in, in this school. And um, I remember this girl used to like, Always be mad, annoying to me. Always on my dick. And then the day that we got around, so in 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 Skyler, your your floor was going to like a Midwood or a Murrow. That was your floor. Yeah. 
And I remember in the homeroom, we were getting our letters for acceptances, and my my teacher, it's, if it was 30 of us, like 24 of us got into tech, mm-hmm. right? And or Bronx Science. Maybe three of us got into Stuyvesant. No, not three. Maybe like two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the girl in front of me. So this chick sat in front of me, and she got called up, and she was like, damn, I didn't get it. So then I go up there. I already, I already knew based on how I did on the test. The test was, was type easy, right? So I knew I was going to tech at a minimum. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so in my mind, I'm like, do I got to try to fake my way out of Stuyvesant or Bronx Science? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of confidence you need going on. Right, yeah. Exams, right? Because I, like, I applied to, to Barton. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, I really wanted to go to Barton. Oh, wow. Because it was 80% girls. I was going to play on a basketball team. And <laughs> I had it all... In my mind, it was all, it was all situated. Mm-hmm. Health and Human Services mm-hmm. had mad girls in Manhattan. Um, originally, I put all Bronx schools, and Miss Boyce said, nigga, no. She, <laughs> she, she called me down to the principal's office and said, listen, every year people do this shit, you get in and got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and you call me crying. Yeah. So take up all them Bronx schools. I put like Seward Park, all these random ass schools. Mm-hmm. Anywho... I changed it and I put um, Health and Human Services, Barton. Um, I think I I kept like a couple of like Seward Park, Washington Urban type schools because I heard that's where all the Latinas was at. Um, <laughs> and I also applied to Brooklyn Tech. Um, like the... Can't make this up. All the, like all the specialized yeah. schools. And she calls me up, the, the teacher, hands me the letter. She's like, I'm not surprised. I knew you could do it. And I look, and I'm like, this shit says Bronx Science Summer School, and I'm in tech. So I'm like, I'm insulted. I'm like, that's it? Like, yeah. So I walk back, and everybody is looking like, where you at? So I'm like, I guess I'm going to tech then. <laughs> and this chick that used to fake bully me was like, you got into tech? I said, yeah, did you too? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I just laughed. Yo, so she was, wait, she was he crying. told us this whole story to show us he was a bully. Yeah, I mean, I was not a bully. No, no, he was I got revenge on. I got revenge on the bully. So she, she sat there so like you bully, literally bully. crying. She was crying. Meanwhile, wait, whisper to me who was this? Who was this? I, <laughs> I'll tell you her name off air. Okay, if I can remember her because she's a a physical. That was. 20 plus years ago. Okay. She might now... You know who it is. No, no. That was 20 plus years ago. She wasn't memorable. Okay. Uh, we just we just spent five minutes on this tour. Thank you. That's what Because she like. made me tell a story. But anyway, <laughs> right now we told my midterm elections and uh, the good bro, Reverend Warnack, Warnack is dealing with uh, some... Warnock. Football nigga. Herschel... <laughs> Damn. Herschel Walker, bro. You definitely paid for at least one abortion. Yeah. You a whole weird. You pandering. Shuck it and jiving. Georgia, as a state, I need you to do better. Y'all got 300 witnesses in this YSL Rico case. First of all, a state Rico case is weird as shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. You got 300 witnesses. Y'all done locked up Gunner and Young Thug. Is Gunner innocent? I don't I don't know. But y'all had people at takeoff funeral. What's the piece of takeoff? Mm-hmm. Taking pictures of the nigga... Like sneaking extra phones in to take pictures and yeah. shit like that. Um, the Falcons suck. What's happening in Georgia right now, though? <laughs> what is happening in Georgia? Y'all brought back Morris Brown College and then indicted YSL? Oh, 
Oh, no. And Herschel Walker might be our senator. I don't know enough about that place. I've only been once. You've only been to oh, Georgia one time? I know. People want to take my black card, but... Oh, no. no, no, no. You ain't missing nothing in Georgia. It's also dangerous, like Cobb County, yeah. DeKalb County. Yeah. You will get pulled over, and it might be one of those get-out situations. Mm-hmm. So, listen, there's two places I don't go if I don't have to. That's Georgia and above Westchester. In New York. Okay. Because it's very different up there. Very, very different. Upstate New York is like West Virginia in terms of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's spooky. I've been up there a few times, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Spooky. I mean, one time for Dwayne Esther Paul, who is now a New York Yay! State Supreme Court judge. She should be a surrogate judge, but we'll get there. We'll you get know, there. we'll get there. We'll they, get there. They, they, I voted for her. And at I, that time? And we posted on, on the gram. Yeah. Vote for her. I saw that. Thank you very much. I saw much. it on the ballot. Everybody I was like, You know, and my thing is like, you know, um, I feel like um, I don't, like, I I love knowing this person's character. You know, this is literally like one of the most objective, impartial, fair people I know. And to clarify, Supreme Court in New York is our trial court. Yeah. So our trial court is a Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The appellate level is the, like the middle, and the highest court in the state of New York is the Court of Appeals. Yeah. She's exceptional. And I I just trust her judgment. Even if it, if I was, if, if she were, if I were to be in a situation where she had to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever she decided, whatever, you'd be like, that I'd be fair. like, you know what, that was fair. Because I know her, you know what I'm saying? And like, so I, I feel like this is a really big win. Yes, I would have loved to see her in the surrogates court because it's black people in, in relationship to generational wealth I think she would have done a phenomenal job but at the same time like we here and I'm I'm happy for the sister we'll that she's here so we're good for that. We'll and shout out to them questions on the back of the ballot I hope yeah, everybody man. did what they had to do those are very you know good what questions what I mean? they were very good questions and um and you know even me going to vote was interesting because you know I feel about voting like how I felt about it in the recent years and just our system in general and I think you know when I went to the to the to the booth Mm-hmm. This year, it was very, um, I was fundamentally different as a voter. Mm. And mm. so I think that is what my journey was taking me to. I just didn't have any allegiance to a party or a person, but more so just like what they what they, they said they were going to do, mm-hmm. what I was able to deduce from whatever track record I was able to find. And that had me voting however I was voting, you know, and that felt good. So. I still feel like I want to see more literature before elections because I be seeing names. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, Who the fuck is this? Absolutely, I agree with that. I just be looking for the ethnic names. I be like, Ooh, Roberto, oh, don't, girl, don't. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I know. You know, I people just be watched changing something. No, but but especially as it relates to Roberto, if we could just stick to that for mm-hmm. a second, mm-hmm. right? Because I just I did see something um, in passing recently where they talked about the Latino. Latina, Lat- like the, the Latinx vote mm-hmm. and how that really could go either way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so a Martinez does not guarantee that they're going to be That's voting true. in your favor. That's true. And so like you especially really do. Especially in Florida. Especially in Florida. And so there were, there, it was a conversation where I, there was another, I, I really wish I could, I'm going to try to find it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can post it on the page, but you know, the, uh, it we always was. Say we, we always say that we're going to do that. We'll post it here. We never do. So this time we will. Yes. So, you know, the thing is, like, um, you know, hearing that community speak for themselves in terms of why it, 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 you know, there's such volatility in how they vote. You know, there's some people who are like, hey, Christian ideals matter 
to them, and I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's other people who are just like proximity to whiteness matters to them. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just really don't know where it's gonna go <laughs> with that. Like, I don't know. It's not for me to, to, to say. You know what I mean? Um, but like, I really just, I, I just hope everybody does their homework before they go to to the booth and. Um, because you, every, I mean, your vote affects other people outside of you too, you know. So, no, I voted. <laughs> I don't really want to admit this, but I don't think I filled out any questions. I didn't see the On questions. That, no. I didn't see the questions. They all passed. They, they, they all passed. Okay, they good. But what was what was it about? It was about environmental protection, uh, equity in equity. terms of um, like racial equity. Racial equity stuff. It, yeah, and then there was um. There were two others I can't remember. I just remember seeing on like my my cousins were just like, "Yo, this question's on the back. You gotta vote." And so I just remember. Yeah, I don't know how I missed it because I really thought like I checked all yeah the pages, but apparently not. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm glad there wasn't a red wave. I'm, you know, red wave is not that bad though. Huh? A red? Okay, here you go, um, Mr. Conservative. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess. Guys, I've been checked out. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm just gonna be honest. That's of, fair. You know, That's fair. It's, it's not. It's. I, I showed up. Yeah. I did what I had to do. Yeah. But I really have chosen. I wasn't giving my energy to yeah. that this time around, and that's just. So you know, yeah, it is what it is. It you is know what I'm what saying? Like that. That's why sometimes you're there, sometimes you're not. You know. But I will say that what you what you were mentioning about having more literature pre voting, I think, outside of somebody's card with their names on it. Or like I right in front of the booth. Or yeah. Like, like the poses. Is, is yeah. You know, it's very really effective when they stand outside and but like you know, vote that's for actually me. Illegal. You're like, they're, they're not supposed to be right outside the polls. Well, not them, but yeah. like they're... Yeah, you're not supposed to. Really? Yes, no, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to just hand out things because it... It does something to the it's voter. Like retrograde amnesia. Like yeah. It's the last name you remember. Exactly. So you They're not supposed to be by the polling station. You could be up the block, maybe. But, like, I don't think you're supposed to be right by the polling station. I think that's oh. actually quite a little. always be doing that by my they polling station. They be doing station. that too. <laughs> always. Um, and it works. <laughs> yeah, nah, it definitely works. Oh, I, I just seen this. Oh, Kevin Parker? Yeah, I yeah. just seen this. Look at that right there. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, civic duty is important. Make sure you engage locally. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of engaging, it's almost that season. Mm-hmm. Time for Turkey Day, Ooh. Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving. And I personally have not been invited to Thanksgiving, uh, a Friendsgiving in several years now, mm-hmm. which is okay. I guess. Not, not, neither have I, so you're not alone. I think we've aged out. I think, I think that's, maybe that's what it is. A, we have family, so, like... You have? Are you gonna have two Thanksgivings, or are you gonna have one Thanksgiving for your family? It might be three. And col- oh, okay. we got folks in town. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, we might host, but our shit is gonna be simple. It's gonna be like some cacio e pepe, mm-hmm. some some like some roasted chicken, a la chefette, and like some sides, like all that turkey shit and all that. I'm not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here, like. The main thing I want is my Oreo cheesecake, which I get every Thanksgiving. Okay. Outside of that, y'all can keep the cranberry sauce. Y'all can keep the what? the stuffing. <laughs> y'all can keep the, the no cranberry salad. sauce. You fuck with cranberry sauce with or without raisins. Really? Is it canned? Is it you do canned cranberry sauce? Your mom does it from scratch. Oh, I've never had cranberry sauce from scratch. Cranberry, put it in the um. It's I kind of like doing somebody made it from scratch. Jello. It's like um. 
Yeah. Yeah, you Haitian. You might add a little sugar <laughs> and you just put it in the pot. And just and let it melt down. And it hardens? Like a compote? No, it's like a compote. Like yeah, a compote. Like, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, okay, yeah. that's different. That's different. Yeah, okay, I fight like, for it. The if can it was a, shit. I fight you can take the can. Yeah, no, no. It's you can put, you put like... Got, it's congealed. They got wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no. You can put nasty. like orange peels. You can do... I have a, I've never a one that it. has a recipe with Grand Marnier. I use it with Grand Marnier in it. The only thing I used to look forward to on Thanksgiving was... My mother-in-law's oxtails and her mm, tater salad. Mm. But since I don't really eat red meat... Because I used to have a plate. First plate was oxtails, tater salad, mac and cheese. Yeah. My my great-grandmother-in-law's stuffing, her shit is different. Yeah. Um, And she makes it like on this little-ass, like this little-ass dish that was made like in 1947. <laughs> like, shit is mad old, but... That was like my first plate. And then I would have like my rice and peas with the oxtail gravy, some chicken... Some veggies and mm-hmm. wild honey. Now Thanksgiving, I might have a plate max, yeah, like a half a plate. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, um, I'm good. But the friendsgivings, I've never been to a friendsgiving, and I was like, wow, that was really good food. It's more so like vibes. You been to my friendsgiving? The, the fuck? I have. <laughs> yes. Ooh, okay. I haven't, been to, <laughs> some shit. I haven't been to a friends giving outside of Jazzy's. You're right. No, no. My old Ooh. my old brain has me forgetting what I've been to, what I haven't. She feels sometimes. I know she does. Right? Jazzy has great food. Hey, Jazzy knows how I feel about her food. Her corn soup. I mean, it's looking her, like she don't know. It's looking like I don't know. <laughs> oh, Lord. She knows how I feel about her food. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like. <laughs> The question here is, are we aged out? Of, at what age do you age out of a Friendsgiving? I don't, I think it, I don't know if I would say you age out per se. I kind of feel like it really kind of comes down to what your life looks like. Because, you know, if you have, if you, if you have your own family of, of procreation, right? Like you gotta, got some kids and things like that. You're set up different. You know what I'm saying? But if you are myself, I don't have any children. You know, I'm not married. So I might pull up to a Friendsgiving and it's going to be a little different, you know? Um, It's mostly vibes on the menu, right? But at the same time, like... I it's not it's not weird for me to be invited like for someone to be like hey yo we we having some food here and you should mm-hmm. come through, but I think if you have to make considerations for like meme on them and mm-hmm. then this meme on them then mm-hmm. I think you know you it does might it it might feel like yeah, you're you that's not your setting anymore mm-hmm. you know and I think that that's okay I don't think anything is 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 wrong with either I think most of my friends are married with kids so. Yeah, I have They're a lot of their professional parents, and I'm not and really getting invited to Friendsgivings, which is fine. That's You're fine. invited to my house if, if you'd like to pull up. I, you, you saying that, and I literally, while you was talking, I had a, 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 like, a vision of me being the single auntie that's coming to your house for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. Swear to God. Of course they do. But it's but I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be her. Yeah. So yeah. Listen, I just accepted mine. I just accepted mine. Like it's gonna be a very small thing because that's yeah. the thing. I don't have any more big you know, back in the day I used to have them, yeah. them big ass game nights yeah. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's quiet for all that. And most you might see twelve heads and yeah. it's, it's a, so how are you planning your estate? <laughs> you know it'd be that way but like i um at least at least there is are is some people mm-hmm. right like there's some people they ain't got nobody right you know so like i don't i don't think it's a bad thing i mean and i just i just accepted my auntie card like it is what it is you know what i mean like i, I could be sad about it 
But like for what? Like I get to be the fun, the fun one. I get to be, I could be the stern one too. Like I get to be whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I then get to come here and do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I don't, I don't, I don't really mind it. But like, um, yeah, the Friendsgivings are cool. And and in this time, I think that they've become actually like kind of super important, given that like. All, all going on, like you know, I think that they might be actually super important. So yeah. I got a spot for friends giving you want to roll with me to Queens too. I'm, I'm there. I bet. Say that. I'm there. But this is my first. Oh, the bros gonna be there with double pair on. <sighs> Shout out to Omega Sci Fi who <laughs> celebrated a Founders Day recently. Shout out to the bros. Shout out to the Qs that don't wear double pair. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> This is my first plant-based <laughs> slash pescatarian Thanksgiving. It's gonna be different. It's Good different. Luck. I'm Listen, already. Oh my I'm God. already strategizing. The like, shell shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're Caribbean too, no, my dad. So like, I know that we know the menu. The our menu gets sent to us a week to two weeks prior to Thanksgiving, Wait, so we know. My mom don't do Thanksgiving. I spend Christmas. I do Guyanese Christmas, Grenadian Thanksgiving. Mm, <laughs> so I'm having my crab and callaloo. I'm good. Some rice crab and backs. peas. Some no crab backs, just crab and callaloo. Some rice and peas. I'm going to make some like vegan sweet potato casserole. Oh, that's we'll really, see. that's a good dish. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes over with mm-hmm. them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the one day you can pick out, you making some, some casserole. I might have shit. some mac and cheese. I'm probably gonna have some mac and cheese. Yeah, that's just drink it, but lots that's of water. Yeah, lots of water. Yeah, you're gonna need okay. lots of water. Okay, I'm gonna drink lots of water yeah. and do that. But that's that's it's the one day where it's like you know what, fuck it. I think more so the fellowship aspect of it is so mm-hmm. important. Absolutely. Fuck the food. It's just it's like as much as I I hate Christmas, I like Christmas music and I like the. The, the sentiment, spirit. like the the spirit the around togetherness. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, I don't watch like a Wonderful Life under that dumb shit. <laughs> Not- Was it a Christmas story with the little kids? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But my favorite Christmas movie is um the shit with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, his son wanted that toy, Turbo Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's my that shit. Like that that's movie. my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, more so than Aww, anything else. You're such a dad. Because I would literally, if my kids wanted a toy, they would wait till January because I'm not about to do no dumb <laughs> shit for it. But <laughs> no, but that movie's like legitimately like a, like he's a hardworking dad that's yeah. fucking up with his family because he's a hardworking dad. Yeah. And the wife is hating on him because he's a hardworking dad. I'm not saying that's my life, but mm-hmm. I can relate to the, in his mind, he's singly focused on providing. Yeah. As focused on like. Being yeah, there. for sure. But it's, you, a, it's a good ass movie. You know this 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 particular holiday. You know this is not this is not what they would call Indigenous People Day, but I do think about Indigenous people on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But like the like terms like the cousins walk that comes out of this this holiday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we all know what the cousins walk is. You know mm-hmm. what the cousins walk is. Your, when your favorite cousin pull up, mm-hmm. that's an energy that you can yeah. only describe around this type. I ain't gonna of, hold you. That's fine. When certain people walk in, you be like, "Come on, bro, oh, we've been waiting all oh, year for you." Show my nigga, you get money. Exactly, exactly. Come on, you get money out here, my nigga. Baby, you got that? Yeah, I got. Come on. Yo, let's go outside. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's a nice feeling. It's a very nice Hell feeling. Yeah, so like, and we could use a lot more nice feelings these days. And as however. black families, we gotta get back to doing this stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of black families now are more 
fractured. Mm. I think you need your favorite auntie making her potato salad. Mm-hmm. I saw something on the gram where it was like, yo, don't be experimenting because some chick decided on Thanksgiving to make like a mac and cheese with like different cheese or like more milk <laughs> and all was spazzing like all fucking days of the fucking experiment you picked fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Fuck right. wrong with you. No, you, you cater to the people's taste yeah. on Thanksgiving. You can't be trying nothing yeah. new. Don't be, not. don't be popping out with no new things. Try that or at least try it the week before. You got a yeah. beta test. Yeah. I'm saying all this but I'm not I'm not running that uh, sweet potato casserole before. Yeah. I like... violate you. Erica, what's this? He be alright. What's this? We That's just, hilarious. We just put it to the side if it don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna come out one way, didn't work out. It's gonna sh- shuffle that to the back. What's up with those esoterics? Ah, we need, we need, we need like a um, wind chime, like something like a beam. You know, like how, something you know that sounds like I you're beam, being beamed up. You're so... I'd be like, no. give me a wind chime. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what that sounds like. Right? <laughs> give, me, give me fairy wings. Give me fairy wings. The wind from the fairy wings. No, so the esoteric corner. So I decided uh, what the topic was going to be maybe like two days ago. And here's what helped me decide. Because normally I was going to come and give two options like I typically do. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, but what I think I might do is give a piece of the second topic as a solution to... Mm-hmm. Um, to the topic I'm picking today. But essentially what helped me get here was that um outside is outside is a is pretty dense. And when I say outside is dense, I mean there's so many things that are going on that are not eliciting positive feelings from people. Right? And hmm, that's a very good definition. Yeah, and because it's not eliciting positive pe- positive energy from people, you know, I I think that they they're heavy. That means they're drawing on people, right? They're not lifting, they're they're rather pulling. And so because there's a lot of that coupled with the fact that it's dark early, seasonal affect disorder is like, you know, like Diddy with the bottles come out and play. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like really kind of heavy. Speaking um, of Diddy, why was he mad at the nigga from uh at Two Bit for not recognizing that he was a zesty joker. I don't know. I don't. I don't have was that why he was mad at that video. I don't know. Like he. I didn't. They. They didn't show the whole thing. They which didn't. is not. He probably told them to take that part out. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know what the beef was over. But sorry, it was the first thing that came to mind when you said it's that. fine. It's fine. But like I um, so I decided that I was gonna do the top. The topic is gonna be on psychic attacks, right? And what I mean by psychic attacks is like evil eyes. Um, you know, in Creole, we'd say like Madishan, something like that. Bad like, mind. Bad mind, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and we all grow up kind of knowing a little bit about it, you know, um, even when um, there's a word, ugh, I, can't, I can't recall it right now, so I won't, I won't try to repeat it. But essentially like, um, you know, somebody will say, oh, your daughter has such beautiful hair. And then like there's some cultures, they'll repeat, you know, they'll say something under their breath just to like kind of counter it in case it's quiet envy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think I've heard I've You've heard, heard that. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, and yeah. I cannot remember what it is at the moment, but like, you know, use your own, you know, your own cultural background to maybe inform that. But I decided to um, I decided to come up with this topic because because of some simple math. If outside is very low vibration, right? <laughs> if outside is very low mm-hmm. vibration, that means that there are a lot of people, if they are also feeling, you know, pulled on, tugged, weighed, heavy, they are looking for energy somewhere. They're looking to be uplifted somewhere. And they might have a source in their um, friend group might be your shorty, might be whomever. And what tends to happen sometimes is if people are not able to then 
uh, engineer or produce their own route to upliftment, they start to siphon. Mm. And so you get things like energy What does vampires. siphon mean? It's a great fucking word. It's like to like suck. Leech. Leech, essentially. So people, um, and that ha- this all of this is happening subconsciously for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Some of it very, very consciously. Um, and I think that it's a lot of us are pretty unsuspecting. You think, oh, well, I'm protected, so I'm good, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes that really isn't enough. And I think that um, psychic attacks is something that I wanted to talk about because there are actually really tangible ways to tell if someone has like, you know, really is Put something on you. Yeah. And I, I hate to, you know, because I'm aware that it might not be strange for me to talk about um, this, but. But for some people, it's the first time they're hearing it, and it still sounds like hocus pocus. And so I will say that I've had an uh, 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 awakening yeah. to this, like, because, so, you know, I think I'm a very positive person. I don't wish ill on anybody. Mm-hmm. And so when you move through life like that, you tend to think, well, I mean the world to, I, you know, do nice things to people. No one would ever, ever try to do something to me or want something bad for me and that is not true that's just not true <laughs> it's just and not it's so true at all it's so unfortunate mm-hmm. and you know what so psychic attacks one of the things that you like some of the things that happen if you have been not a victim but a victim of, a, of an attack is their levels right so like one is like obtru- ob- obsessive thoughts intrusive obsessive thoughts mm-hmm. suddenly somebody on your mind or like, you know, this situation's on your mind and it's like you can't really pull it out. You can't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's like one kind of kind of kind of You say of, intrusive and obsessive thoughts. You mean like thoughts of like, somebody having some shit happen to them? No. You're just just like, thinking about something that yeah, you wouldn't normally think wouldn't about normally and you're think about. thinking about it over and over again. All the time. So you know? If I'm thinking about like Cassio Pepe or like lasagna. I doubt that that lasagna put a hex on you. No, like, <laughs> So, like, I'm trying to hone in on what you mean yeah. by, like, intrusive thoughts. So, think of it like this. So, so you know, I'm going to say, like, there are people who... Here's a funner, a funner example. Mm-hmm. So, in some cultures, right, like, when a woman wants a man, they will, like, make a meal, a special kind of meal. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Thing. And what do you think the experience is for the guy? The experience for the guy or the person that they're trying to lure in is that suddenly this woman is on his mind. He ain't thinking about her. That wasn't what he woke up thinking about, but suddenly she there, and he can't he can't stop himself from thinking about her. That was intentional on her part, but for him, it's obsessive and intrusive because that's not what he wanted. Uh, okay. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So, like that's that's a version when you start thinking on somebody, thinking on a situation, you don't really know why you can't shake it. You might want to get in, in, inquisitive for that. Another version is like unexplained illnesses. Right, like an attack on your body is a real, real, real thing. Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor, don't know about everybody saying everything is fine with you. They can't find no, no, you know, cause for it. But you're losing weight. You know, you're getting, you're, you're getting ashen. Like you're almost like losing color. Um, you lose your appetite. Sometimes you lose your desire for things that you like. It, it seems like depressive symptoms, mm-hmm. Um, and those things like physical illness, especially like if somebody like goes the extra mile of like, uh, lighting a candle or mm-hmm. doing a thing, you know, in order to do something. Um, also blockages. Yeah. Block. What, exactly. Like when you can't, you, you trying to do something and it's not, it doesn't going, it's work not going, it's every not going, single not way going. you go, like you trying it, flipping it, it's nothing's moving for you. Like those are all, um, those are all 
forms or types of like psychic attacks. And we only say psychic. I don't mean to think, don't think Miss Cleo, think psychic as unseen. Think of it as energy transfer. Energy, right. Frequency. You know, exactly. And and what happens these days, a lot of this is going on because of social media, right? There are people looking at people's lives and they think it's something that it might not be. And you have folks lusting after folks. You have folks being envious after folks. You got, you know what I mean? That's why a part of me, I don't post as much about my kids because they were getting sick and I'm just like you got you gotta leave some things I'm a mm, I'm a mystery to some people I'm a complete they don't know who I'm with like, they don't know what I'm doing where I live and that's all intentional because mm-hmm. you ju- you really don't know nope. and some people they they it could be it could be people close to you I mean it normally is it could be crazy. it's like those are the people that know that's the people that know sometimes it's folks like they want to be happy consciously in the front of their mind they're your friend but they don't realize that inside. they're inside that they're unhappy with something and they, they, and they project it you know what I'm so saying so here's the thing too I feel like on social media mm-hmm. I put my actual life there's no as the uh, people say there's no cap mm-hmm. I'm not a cap of Rex like I don't front <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, like. (laughs) Did you ever hear that dinosaur? First time. I made it up. up. But it's just like, I don't front on the gram. So if I post myself in a Mets dugout. Yeah. You really in a Mets dugout. Right. I'm really there touring while they're doing construction. Right. Off season. Right. Right? Like, if I'm at the Mets game, I post the day after. But if it's like, if I'm sitting there, because I had somebody once I'm asked, it's like, oh, um, your your job gave you tickets, right? I was like, (laughs) no. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? Like, so, um, I what I realized to that same point yeah. is that I've purposely become a mystery to people that don't know. Like, like y'all, yeah. y'all know what's up, right? Yeah. But it's like I posted the other day. Oh, Antigua's so great. People's like, oh, enjoy. I went to Antigua fucking October. Yeah. I'm posting it now because yeah. when I'm there, I'm best not, thing. Yeah, I'm not posting this shit, right? And I feel like early on, ten years ago, on social media, I was posting every trip, every meal, and yeah. And I realize now I take solace in solitude. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I like my privacy, mm-hmm. and I feel like there is definitely that element because people will follow you on the gram and don't fuck with you. It's people that be subtweeting Very, you and kissing yeah. you, and you don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still following you. Yeah, that's very weird. And, and they're following you not because they want to see your journey through life. It's because they fucking hating. Yeah, and hate they want to see that you're not doing well. Mm-hmm. And that's weird because I feel like humans humans right now, the biggest shit that's fucking us up to the same point is communication. Rather mm-hmm. than say, yo, what Steph said made me feel away. Mm-hmm. I'm a teller. Mm-hmm. They'll be on some shit like... Yo, she on some bullshit. And they'll, they'll internalize this shit mm-hmm. and then they get passive aggressive with mm-hmm. you. So mm-hmm. you be like, hey, um, I'm going to swing by for a patty. They're mm-hmm. sold out. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> like they start getting mad, like snippy with you and shit yeah. like that. And I feel like it's sad because you would think as we get older, we would get better at communication. But I think people, especially when they don't, when they aren't next to you as much mm-hmm. and they don't have that line to you, like, the prophet scholar Cardi B said, people saying they don't fuck with me. <laughs> the prophet scholar. Who said they can, right? But people be feeling like, oh, I don't fuck with that person. Who cares? Who cares yeah. about your energy? Yeah. Right? But it's like, in some people's minds, it's like they're holding on to um, 
uh, a vestige of you, like a part of you that you don't even identify with no more. Yep. But that's who they identify with, yep. and they they they're focused on that. Yeah. And that should be mm-hmm. wild corny. Yeah. I go through that shit a lot, and that's be like, when I was. Do you think they're putting the evil eye on me? I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably, um, you know, covert, but it's like in my twenties, niggas didn't want it, mm-hmm. and now that I'm. In my 30s, and, and I'm on some Dadmobile, Patagonia shit. Now, now everybody's he-man. Right. But they've been simmering for all that it time. It was simmering. You know, and, 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 but that'd be the unfortunate... That's just part of the, the, the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, when it comes to this stuff, like... It's it can happen for it can you can anything can trigger somebody. New boundaries can trigger someone. It'd be the boundaries. Yeah, it'd be new boundaries. Like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, this bitch thinks who the fuck this bitch thinks she I was here when X, Y, and Z in the third, and then suddenly, boom, 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 energetically, you are receiving a lot. And what something else you said, passive aggression. My therapist had said something that was really profound to me last month. She was like, Well, two months ago actually. She said that um there's no such thing as passive aggression. It's just aggression. Mm. Indirect? Can we call it indirect? You can call it whatever you want. It's aggression. aggression. So, like, people that call was, it passive. That was aggressive. That was aggressive. Just I mean, but I'll, I'll admit it. Yeah, sure. It was aggressive. But I want you to get what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And what, what that helped me see was that it's still it's still what yeah. it is. It's still what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not yelling or just because right. you're not cursing at me right. doesn't it's mean that aggressive. you don't mean this energy. Mm-hmm. You mean that. So, like, psychic attacks, ultimately... They can happen. This is why I think our elders always was like, don't let nobody touch your books. Don't let nobody touch your hair. Don't let nobody... You know, like, because if anybody is secretly or quietly envious, even if they are not consciously aware of it, they put that energy on you. So, like, as my locks grew, I became more and more... I was describing to a friend that, like, um, at first I didn't really care because I've been, I've been like, Caesared mad times, right? And then as they were growing... What does Caesar mean? It sounds like... like uh, I had a Caesar. Okay, I wasn't sure. Oh, it sounded crazy. I've been seizing mad times. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what that meant, Jazzy? Yes. Okay, okay. Maybe it's P and L being a bird. So, right? You so can, the, you can. Yeah, I could, I could. <laughs> so the 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 um as my hair got longer. I was telling a friend like you know it's weird because now I feel like if somebody goes for my hair, it's almost like they're going for like the inside of my thigh. Mm. Right, and this is this is not like the good. This is not the goods, right? But this is still a pretty intimate spot. Like, this is right where his man is. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. So I felt like don't go for my hair. Like it just started feeling like off limits. You know, almost like I can sense a person. Like people just like go for my stuff. And so I, I, um, I wanted everyone to be aware of psychic attacks. Just to, like I guess this is kind of almost like a PSA. Like that they're real. Um, and if you feel like you've experienced like obsessive thoughts. You know, you have unexplained illnesses, um, you know, th- blockages, like you said, mm-hmm. things aren't working the way that you're, that, that it should be going for Sorry you. Sorry to interrupt you, but the blockage shit is very fucking important mm-hmm. because when I was renovating my house, mm-hmm. um, I knew other people that was also in the same boat mm-hmm. and I was giving them updates. Mm-hmm. And every time I did, I would have a delay. This is exactly why you don't tell people your dreams. You don't tell people shit. Your plans. <laughs> don't tell people this your exactly plans. Why yeah, you, you don't, don't tell people. Like, there's a saying in my profession that you don't announce the deal until the ink is dry. Until the ink is dry. Because you need to make sure it's cement. Like, I announced some things today. Like, that's why a lot of people didn't even know that I had moved. I didn't share. You know? Oh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you you guys yeah, know. Like yeah, yeah. but but a lot we of knew. you didn't a did lot of you know? <laughs> a lot you know? of you did not know because because I just for me <laughs> We knew. For me it's a it's protection, right? Cuz some uh, people yeah. the reality situation is I'm shiny. I'm just not brand new. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people who don't necessarily mean well for me. They see me on the gram. I'm this I'm this I'm this yogi girl. Life looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just floating through life. I'm rolling spliffs. I don't really care. I'm just doing So people By spliffs, she means tobacco. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean marijuana. <laughs> Our corporate sponsors, she means tobacco. No. <laughs> the people don't want the, the real. Bag, huh? The people want the real. We want the bag. We're gonna get the bag from the cannabis brands. So that, uh, that part. Tobacco. <laughs> so if you find yourself, uh, you know, maybe a, a victim. I hate using the word victim, but if you find yourself being someone who might have been uh, a victim of a psychic attack, there are some things that you can do. One of the easiest things that you can do is to um, cord cut. Okay, cord cutting is real. Now, when I say cord cut, like the process of cord cutting, and I have actually have a video on my profile about about cord cutting, um, but really as it relates to sex, uh, when you are cut, cutting a cord, the first thing you want to think about energetic cord is like a it, it's not a respecter of ge- geography or anything like that. And so, once you've shared, you've exchanged energy with someone, you have deposited a piece of of yourself with that person, they've deposited a piece of themselves with you. And when you want to cut a cord, the first thing you need to do is realize that you have also gained from being in this exchange. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you feel about this person or what you think they may be doing, mm-hmm. you have to, for, one, forgive yourself for being in this connection if it was unhealthy mm-hmm. and release back to these people whatever you took that was mm-hmm. working for you. Mm-hmm. You got to give it back. And then after you give it back, you've got to, after you give it back, <laughs> the Brooklyn Ruger. <laughs> after that, you have to then call whatever you left with them back, back. to you. Come here. Get over here. Exactly. You got to call it back. You know, and then once you do that, you just kind of, um, I take back my, my power. I give you back your power. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I thank you. I, I forgive you. Because it's, it's almost like once you take accountability for something, can't nobody do anything with it. You know what I mean? Mm Because you've taken all the power out of it. So that's one way to do it is to cord cut. You can make it as ritualistic as you would like, but it really could be as simple as journaling. Like, yo, you know what? Um, I really did. Like, she was toxic as fuck, but you know what? She was there for me in the time when I was toxic. Mm -hmm. And I was having a good time with her. And now that I have elevated in this way, I'm not going to condemn her because she was useful to me when it was when she was useful to me. Mm-hmm. So I I forgive myself for being in this connection, but I'm also going to give her back what she gave me mm-hmm. when we were in this connection, and I'm gonna call back what I left for her. Mm-hmm. And that just starts to. You know that in the journal. You why not? You, you don't believe can. in writing in journals? Because somebody might find I ain't it. Parker Lewis. Yeah. Right in the fucking journal. Anyway, you can also alchemically you there herbs <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. like plant medicine is very is very important and there are uh, I know people do baths and things like that that you can and there's depending on what your of your culture is you know I would encourage you to seek an elder to like see what some of the things that would work for you. So things off the top of my head are like salts, mm-hmm. um, black salts. Good. Don't like smoke the bath salts. It's like six, yeah. seven hours. Right. You can put them in your doorway. Them. You can rub them on your body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, cascarilla. Mm-hmm. Things are like things of that nature. You like said different things. Glorilla? Cascarilla. Okay. Um, <laughs> another mm-hmm. another thing because it's prayer, right? Mm-hmm. So 
now here's what I this was gonna be the second the second option. But prayer, there's a way um that I I've spoken to some folks about prayer. Prayer is not an opportunity to be a beggy bundy, as PL has called it. You should not be praying from a place, not should, because if you're in this situation, you're in it, but it is not as beneficial to pray from a place of desperation. Mm-mm. You have to pray from a place of empowerment. You know Gratitude I mean? and yes. knowing. Absolutely. Certainty. So mm-hmm. like sometimes, even if you're not there yet, the prayer can be, you know, um, uh, you know, God, I know that you, you've got my back and I pray to know this with certainty in my mind, in my spirit and in my body. You know, pray for that. You know what I'm saying? Before you pray for anything else. But like prayer is powerful. And yes, you can have tools, candles, herbs, all the things. But like those things supplement the power, the intention that is Mm -hmm. in your prayer. Mm -hmm. And so if you are begging in your prayer, it's almost like saying, I can't help myself. It's a place you come from a place of lack and not abundance. To fill my cash out. Exactly. Instead of saying, Ja, spare my life. Let me go get it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or rather, thank you for another day so that I can mm-hmm. I can show up in the world with all the things you gave me to go get it. Right. And I thank you in advance. I always I always thank God in advance for anything I'm asking for because I know it's going to happen. So yeah. thank you. It's already in the unseen. You just mm-hmm. have to align with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that... Thank um, you for my husband, Ja. Okay. Baby, we are at the wedding. Ja, no. Ja, no. As a kid, I had simple prayers. Like, <laughs> all my favorite want to come over. Mm-hmm. And it would happen. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like... Because like, you meant it. Yeah, and it shit would happen. So as a kid, I, it's funny, when I was seven, eight, mm-hmm. like, I, I prayed, it felt more, like, impactful, and it would definitely, like, happen. <laughs> and now that I'm older, mm-hmm. when I think about prayer and manifestation, I'm just like, I, right. I don't even, like, I don't pray for, like, money, mm-hmm. nothing else like that. I pray more for, like, clarity, simplicity. Mm-hmm. And shit like that, because I feel like all that will come from the money right, will come from exactly. That. And mm-hmm. I also feel like the shit that I've been through and I go through, I'd be like, yeah, I know why. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I get it. So yeah. I, most of the time when I pray, it's more like, yo, thank you for X mm-hmm. or thank you for Y. Mm-hmm. And um, it's crazy because the more you, it's almost like. A, a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like mm-hmm. the more you believe in it, the more it actually. Yep. So when you said as a child, um, Abram um, Hicks, Hicks, yeah, always speaks about children. As when you're born, you're at your most manifestious Facts. mind because no one has told you to doubt yourself. Yep. No one has told you mm-hmm. anything that is counterproductive to the things that come to you. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, people influence us or life sometimes can mm-hmm. can happen in a way that makes you less um sure of yourself or the messages that you're getting also you block out more messages as you get older you, you, you ignore the signs you ignore signs and so as children you are your most you yep. know, open yep. to I never, things I never and, that and what you when want. I said, yo, I really want my favorite cousin to come. Because, like, my first cousin, I used to see her a lot on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But I said, I want to, I want to, like, I want to see them, like, on a, on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the first time it happened was I got a beating and my aunt came over. Yeah. But the second time, <laughs> I was like, no, not like that. <laughs> the second time, it was like, um, 
I wish I had this guy's memory. I can't remember what I They came time. over. <laughs> like, my earliest memories of, of of life, period, is just like going to the McDonald's on Pennsylvania and Linden and having a birthday party there, but then having a birthday party in the villa as well. And I'm just like, <laughs> yo, that shit was mad simple. Like, in the pictures now, I'm like, I remember exactly how I felt that day. Mm-hmm. I had the little crown on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But that shit was mad simple. But th- yeah. that was like some of the happiest times I've had in my entire yeah. life. And mm-hmm. I remember to that same point about like that childlike innocence. Yeah. Like. Because you believe it. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by the, about intention. Mm-hmm. So like a, a very practical tool that sometimes I share with some folks when we have conversation about how to pray effectively is where are you orienting your attention? Right. A lot of people think that God is floating around in some cloud somewhere. So when they're praying, they're really thinking that it's going in somewhere. You always say this. It's not outward. It's not outward. You got to pray inward. So sometimes I tell folks, when you close your eyes, think about your the tip of your nose. You know, and direct your words to the tip of your nose. You will find that it, it actually does activate the front, your frontal lobe, mm-hmm. just a little bit, right? And then will you will start to feel like you're actually is saying that what your these things. Is? Don't don't get me into brain geography. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. But like you you want to concentrate on your the tip of your nose. When you become proficient at that, you can then force that down into your heart space, and you want to pray down mm-hmm. into you because that's where everything is. Mm-hmm. You know when I when I salute and give ex- exaltation in the morning, you know I thank God for showing up in the world through me as me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and so I'm not going to do it over here. Like, I'm not going to be like, thank you for showing up through me as me. No, thank you for showing up through me as me, as my gifts, talents, and abilities. I'm talking to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And there's a certain activation that, that happens. The second practical tool is I, I learned from Dr. Sirius B. Um, and uh, I can share some details on who he was. He was a, a huge like music exec at one point and then had a big shift in his life. Mm-hmm. And now he's like into metaphysics and things. Mm. And he was like, the, one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself is to start using the words, I allow. Mm. Right? Because declarations mean things when you mm-hmm. when you use the in the comedic tradition your voice is called your sacred heka mm-hmm. right and so like this the word is life mm-hmm. what you say it becomes mm-hmm. i allow you to make me a chopped cheese so when you <laughs> so when you say i allow i allow the divine to use me for you know it's highest good in this particular situation that means you open yourself up to whatever miracle whatever mm-hmm. intervention is going to happen i actually had a, a great moment the other day when i went to the barbershop i went to the corner store so by the barbershop these shout out to the barbershop i go to shout out to the bro adrian fanis um i bring my son there mm-hmm. every time i bring my son to this corner store they always give him free shit Mm-hmm. So if my son picks up like a fucking watermelon, they'll be like, yo, just take it. Like, or they'll give him like a banana, which first I'm like You be telling him when to go in there and get it. No, he just <laughs> on his own. He'll ask me for it and I'm like, yeah, I got you. And they'll be like, nah, like the like the, don't worry about it. Or like they'll give him like a free mango mm-hmm. or like whatever. But uh I went in the other day and I created a meal. I made a BLT with Chipotle <laughs> mayo with no tomato. <laughs> Fantastic. I'd eat that. If it's, I was yo, shit is, it shit is wild. <laughs> turkey bacon. It's turkey bacon. Shit is wild good. But turkey as you, bacon. as it relates to the topic of psychic attacks, right, and prayer, and so we had two practical tools, mm-hmm. you know, direct your attention here, bring it, bring it down, 
And then to use the words, I allow. You know, when you get to the part of you where you're like, God, you know, I really want you to use me. I allow my mind to be open to the signs mm-hmm. that God is showing me. I allow Fellas, my spirit to be... Don't allow her to use you because that, that, could, that could go all different kind of ways. And we, next, is, next is Ask Jazzy. So be careful how you allow yourself to be used or woman-fested on or... What? You gotta be careful. That is not the topic. She's lining up tributes. So she's lining up a bunch of. Dudes. I'm trying to save lives, right? right now. She's gonna turn you from Andre 3000, the rapper, to Andre 3000 wearing an unk. So and be careful. is that? Do we not like that Andre 3000? Right, right. Look at her. Ah. We don't, don't get, like that. Don't Andre? get tributized. Is what anyway, I'm don't get tributized. So, <laughs> but as it relates to like to like psychic attacks and such, you know, you want to think about like your energetic protection. Right. And so one of the big, big, big pieces of that is like your who is protecting you. Some people are like, oh, it's your aunt, your angels, your ancestors and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Now, when it comes to like having protection in places you cannot see, this is why I believe having your ancestors in your corner is Mm -hmm. important. You need to know who your ancestors are, right? Because if you got an ancestor that ain't never been about shit, they can't protect you in the unseen anyway. Mm-hmm. If you got an ancestor that wasn't connected to their own power source, they're not—they're no good to you wherever they are. They actually have work they so need to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. So they would be more of a blockage to you mm-hmm. than anything else. But if the more—and this is why I'm a fan of ATRs and like African uh, theological religions, is be, traditional religions—is because. Um, you know, that reconnection is really important in your protection. You know, um, I love to give give homage. I love to, you know, give thanks to all of my ancestors, indigenous ancestors, Haitian ancestors, you know. And I like to also say um, ancestors from Guinea. So that means like my like Western Africa, mm-hmm. whoever came from the continent. Mm-hmm. But specifically, I like to specify who I'm talking to. Those who are versed in defense, mm-hmm. those who are versed in protection. Mm-hmm. I like to, on certain days, I like to talk to them exclusively. I, I speak to those that mean 100% love and life. Absolutely. Oh, you see, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can say, that's where you get phrases like my most honorable and benevolent mm-hmm. ancestors. You want those because not all of our peoples had great stories, you know, but you want those that know what it means to protect something they love and want to protect, protect you. you. You know what I'm saying? And they can, because they're looking at, they're they're in a space where you are not, it would be helpful to have them on your side, right? right? And so... And then you got to know the ones that was about starting shit. Exactly. And getting it popping. And this is exactly why, I mean, as it relates to, as it relates to voodoo in particular, I love that there's a, a pantheon of energy that, like, some you have natural resonance with, some your family has natural resonance with. That you know exactly what time they are. Mm-hmm. If I'm calling any energy that's in the Petwo family, <laughs> Petwo is what we call to liberate. Yeah, the, it's, you know, it sounds like fire. They're not asking no questions. They're here to burn things down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So before you ask for something, you got to be prepared for what you're asking for. You also need to be prepared to to be in transaction with these people. Mm-hmm. You know, but then but it's like. Everyone is capable of protection. It just depends on how. Because mm-hmm. you have water spirits who can protect you too. But they might protect you through your intuition. Mm-hmm. When you say, yo, could you protect me? You know, keep my eyes open. They're the ones that are going to whisper in your ear. This bitch don't mean nothing. <laughs> this bitch, she not about shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this the one. When you get that nudge, what you going to do? 
Mm-hmm. It don't make sense for you at 7 a.m. to pray for protection and they give you an, a nudge and you go, ah, she's been my homegirl for eight years. Mm-hmm. It don't make Instead, no sense. Instead, you should say, fight well and I stab good and move accordingly. Exactly. <sighs> so, like, all I, I bring up this, and I know that this wasn't, like, a step-by-step guide, but I love that no, this conversation we little had. little things to get we people gotta, started on the path. But we yeah. got to save some, because this is a lot of free games. Yeah. You're welcome, but we got to also... Save some games. No, Save let some the people game. do their own things too. You got to do yeah. your own work as well. I just, I just feel like I want people to be very sober about the times that we're in. As we consume copious. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, be very sober because you are on a social media platform where anybody can see you. Right. Anybody can see what you got going on. You really do have to protect yourself. Or even your what you what you open yourself up to or what exactly. you allow in your frequency. I'm so protective. Right now I like I haven't watched TV in probably like mm-hmm. two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's I every time I go to do it, I can't like I wanna watch the crown so bad. Watch power. And no, it's not even about that. It's just I'm it's not where I am mm-hmm. right now, and mm-hmm. I and I can't allow things to take. I'm like here, I'm vibrating. Yeah. I can't let anything take me mm-hmm. from here. And listen to that because so if I watch Power, I ain't vibrating. No, no, no we're not saying we're, no. whatever works. I'm for saying you. Fuck Detective Burke. No. Whatever's working for <laughs> you. Bitch. I did watch Power though, but you a, know, a couple weeks ago, whatever, whatever's <laughs> going on, like whatever you you have to listen to your own spirit. You know what I'm saying? Because the reality of the situation is that again. Outside, because there are a lot of things that are pulling and not necessarily uplifting, that means whether you are conscious of it or not, everyone is functioning. A lot, Most people are functioning at a deficit. Mm-hmm. So they're yes. looking for energy wherever they can find it, even if they don't realize that that's what they're doing. And because I'm a spiritualist first, I there are people who absolutely slide in my DMs. There are people who are like, hey, no, really you. That, I give things every single time somebody is asking. So I'm very sensitive to when like, People ask too much mm-hmm. or people become possessive of their of their access to me. You know what I'm saying? And so when I ever have to shut some shit down, that's when I create that's when I create opportunities for people to be mad at the fact that I cut access to that. Mm-hmm. Because you still gotta do your own work. I'm not here to save you. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not here to save anybody. I'm doing what I'm doing for me. And if if you ask me a question and I got an answer, I might share that. Mm -hmm. If I feel like, and to the degree that I feel like you are good, that you can handle Mm -hmm. what I'm getting ready to say. So I just want everyone to be sober about that. On social media, it's very scary hours. Twitter's on fire. You know, all kinds of things are going on. People are losing their jobs. It's expensive to eat. Mm -hmm. People are breaking up. There's a lot of despair outside. Those are very... There's a lot lot of of divorce. There's a lot of 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 death. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot going on. Seasonal affect disorder is out Mm -hmm. there. A lot of things. You know what else is going on right now? Ask Jassy. Ooh. (laughs) Before we move on, I did want to talk about... like. I like representation. I didn't even have to look at him. I really did not even oh, have to look at him. No, because I wasn't ready to transition. Where did she go? I wasn't ready though. How you transitioning without me? Like, what's going on? Um, but I like represent like representation. Like, I have my protective bees, and I'm very. I'm not no spiritual mama. I am new. To the game. She got some blood beads on. I, right. blood. But I love my beads because Don't cover them up, blood. these are not my first. And like I've had beads fall off, break, yeah. break. Mm-hmm. And that is a literal representation of them being used to protect yep. you. 
And yep. it, and it's it, when you see little things happen like that, mm-hmm. you just be like, oh, tighten up. Like exactly, it's it's time to tighten up, and you just need little reminders. And I remember I had this. Um, I was telling her about like before we started we yeah. were talking about like a, a little uh, issue that I had that led mm-hmm. me on this path, and um, I had gone to Turkey on a layover to Dubai. And I remember the um, bus was pulling off. And, like, mm-hmm. I had not bought nothing the whole time to represent. I had, like, a layover. It was, like, yeah. one day. But, you know, you want to take a little mm-hmm. trinket. And I remember we were in a shop. And the bus is about to pull off. Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed, like, whatever the nearest thing that looked like I could afford it. Mm-hmm. But it would look representational and mm-hmm. traditional. And I took it. And it, it's just been sitting on my desk, sitting on my desk, sitting on my desk. So... After all these things happened to me that we were discussing and, and whatever, when I like I went to go find it and put it up in my room, and when I put it up, it had the evil eye, which is like the mm-hmm. Greek, like the blue. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the evil eye is? Google it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it had an evil eye yeah. in it, and I was like, yeah. wow. You didn't even know. I didn't even know, mm-hmm. and it, I needed it at the moment, mm-hmm. and I put it up, and I was just like, look at that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, put the evil eye up. Yeah, yeah, it's a ward to protect wards. wards it off. It got you. Yeah. energy off. Oh, the little blue eye. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. Because yes. that be everybody's like, spiritual joints. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, you know, it's 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 the bad juju. Some of, and it's important to also know that some of the bad juju is self is is you be bringing you, it to yourself. You bringing it. It's you, like not that's, guys like me that are wholesome that smile all the time. No, I mean when I say you, I mean everybody is capable of conjuring up their own negative energy, and thinking that it's someone else. Whenever you feel like, oh my gosh, somebody might have got into my aura and like they're fucking the vibe up. My focus is never them. It's my focus on is on me. You always it's have like, to bring your vibration. You gotta, up. you gotta tighten up. Okay, so somebody. I think we slipped. all have that kind of like. Good guy, bad or good and bad. Angel demon on the uh-huh. yeah, I think we all have that. Um, no, you just have doubt. You have good, and then you have someone or things yeah. that have happened to you that cause you to allow those thoughts to linger. sometimes longer than others. Yeah, but, I don't know because I be walking in the street and this dude be like, "Man, just go home to your family." And this nigga be like, "Yo, fuck this dude!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> pack him the fuck up. Well, that's that is. I <laughs> so don't know if like that's, that, that's. That's like. But I don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not. That's. I could pummel him. But that's not exactly <laughs> the same thing. What I what I'm trying to get at is like an insecurity. If you always wanted to be six feet, six feet six, and you see a six yeah. feet eight man. I'm, this is not literal. You not see a true. six feet eight man, right? And you like that nigga mad tall. What you in just saying that nigga mad tall? What you're not saying, but feeling might be. I've always wanted to be that tall. That is that is a projection. I definitely almost fought a, a basketball player on my bachelor party. I was wild <laughs> chopping. Like, this nigga tall as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and shout out to the short kings. And, we appreciate you. His hanger owner was like, not bad. you know who that is? And I'm like, nobody in Portland is here with us in the fucking Atlantic City. And I was wild. Come on, this is a long time ago. Well, anyway, just to wrap this section up, listen, guys, protect your neck. Amulets are good things. You know, at a very practical level, they just remind you that you're protected mm-hmm. at a very or practical old level. old things from your ancestors. Yeah, like. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I keep, I, keep precious, I keep certain precious stones on me at all times. Um... Uh, one thing that I like to do sometimes in seasons like this, you're a stone. Seasons like this, is I like to keep my head covered. 
Mm. You know, in certain spaces where I'm exchanging a lot of energy, (laughs) I keep my head covered, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't practice yoga in a classroom without this Mm. um, because you don't, you just don't know what's coming off of people. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I just feel like she's like a yogi, but she doesn't seem like she's trained. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you gotta be careful with that. You do. Yeah, because there are people who, who, who like, I'm telling you, it's spirituality, especially like everyone's a spiritualist, right? And everyone is a spiritualist. Everyone their has own a spirit. Spiritual. However, there are some people, because there's now a commercial industry of it, right, where people are selling products and things like that, there are people who are literally biting whole styles and selling it. There are people who are like, oh, yeah, get your Oshun oil. They ain't, they ain't even part of an Ifa tradition, but they selling Oshun oil. It's like there are people who are, they got their own sinister moves and their own sinister idea. Uh, um, intentions and they will they will take from you mm-hmm. you know and that's just the reality of the situation so i think in this time because things are so dense it's important for us to make sure that we are protecting ourselves at every level that we possibly can so it's real if you took nothing from this conversation just know that it's a real thing um protect your neck protect yeah your you neck. absolutely should no matter where we're fierce we must fear the moment of truth baby